Officer Michael Pochran picked up the mic and pressed a button. 35, he responded. Proceed to Ergot Residence on Gale Avenue. See a woman there about a homicide. Body of a young boy has been found. When he got to the residence, Pochran saw that people had already gathered outside the Ergot home. They motioned him across the way. The officer followed their direction and parked his cruiser. Who's the owner? Pochran asked the crowd. It's Freeman said a small, mousy woman who stepped forward. She wore tortoiseshell eyeglasses that distorted the shape of her eyes. Brenda and Dennis Freeman, my brother and sister-in-law. And you're? Valerie Freeman. I found Eric. She started to cry. How'd you get in? Through the back door, she answered between sobs. It was open, but I have a key too. She gave him the key to the front door. Officer Pochran walked slowly up the snow-covered driveway. He noticed that today's paper was still on the porch. In the driveway were two vehicles, a car and, parked behind that, a van. The rear window of the van bore the tracks of a windshield wiper, though the van looked like it hadn't been moved. As Mallory had said, the front door was locked. He went to the back where he found the sliding glass doors open, exactly as Mallory had left them. He returned back to the front and waited for backup. When Officer Michael Reddings arrived, they used Valerie's key to gain entrance through the front hall. Their flashlights cut through the interior darkness. Halfway up the stairs, the flashlight beams picked out blood on the stairway carpet. At the top of the landing, they looked down and flashed their beams again. Below was the living room, and beyond that the kitchen where they could see a silver aluminum baseball bat laying against a blue cabinet. The blood covering the barrel of the bat contrasted starkly with the cabinet's blue. Still on the landing, they heard a dog barking and followed the sound to a closed bedroom door. Behind it, the dog, of course, sensed their presence and continued barking violently to get out. They didn't open it. Instead, they entered the master bedroom across the hall. A man lay sprawled across his bed. His head and face had been struck and smashed repeatedly. So hard had he been hit that his skull had been shattered and his brain had swelled out through the cranium. His throat had been cut. Must be Dennis Freeman, Cochran said. Look, Reddings pointed up. Dennis Freeman's blood had spattered across the ceiling. Let's check for the kid. Down the hall, they entered Eric Freeman's bedroom. His small, fragile body lay in a lifeless heap on his bed. His face had been beaten into such a bloody pulp, they had no way of knowing that Eric had been a handsome boy. Their grim footsteps made hollow echoes. They headed down to the basement, searching for Brenda Freeman as they went, and fearing what they would find. On the floor in a narrow hallway, they found a metal pipe covered with blood. In the back hallway, they found Brenda. She was lying on her side, her nightgown pulled up, exposing a large, fleshy body. There was a bloody knife on the floor next to her. Brenda Freeman had been stabbed in the back. A pool of dark blood had coagulated underneath her bloated body. Behind her, on the wall, 
someone had scrawled two swastikas. Is this some kind of hate crime? Pochran wondered. Could the victims be Jewish? By that time, the rescue squad of the Eastern Salisbury Township Fire Department had responded. Finding that the victims were dead and there was nothing they could do, they milled around the crime scene, careful not to touch anything, lest they contaminate evidence. Looks like Brian Freeman killed his parents and little brother, said Frank Johnson, one member of the rescue squad, addressing another, Harry List. At 10.30 p.m., Trooper Joseph Vasquez arrived at the Freeman home. With his baby face and dark complexion and hair, he looked more like a movie star than what he was. A seasoned homicide investigator with 12 years of experience. Wearing surgical gloves to prevent contaminating the crime scene, Vasquez took a look around the house.